Yeah. Walk up in the Barney's and I get what I want. What I really hang with niggas richer than Trump, for real. Uh -huh. And the flow so cold, it'll give you the mumps. Uh -huh. You niggas pussy like that time of the month, for real. Rose gold, everything. They feel like the Rose Bowl. Niggas, they ain't fucking with me. They feel like my old hoes. Got them in they feelings, cause they bitches in a chokehold. I'm like five minutes away from getting a boatload. And like my whole city up. Pushy, it go giddy up. Real nigga, any up. Them hoes know I got plenty up. Like Brooklyn, we gon' any up. Used to be a penny up, but now a nigga pinned up. St. Laurent, you pinched up. The fans is grab my young nigga. I know he won't give me Meek Mill season, ladies and gentlemen. I can put this semi up. My young bitch, she's super bad. She love me just like India. My old eyes, they Superman, we left them pouring Henny up Cause they homies got whack We bought me back Came through they strip No tent laid back Niggas ain't no threats No cat, they rats And when they homies got checked They ain't never get back Fuck them Yeah Make sure you go get that motherfucking going bad Meek Millie and Drizzy going back to back You dig? You dig? Uh -huh. <laughs> I always wanted a piece of this I felt like you got over on me on this I had to get my shit pop my shit uh, <laughs> let them niggas smoke your cousin, you ain't ride yet. What else? RP on Instagram and you ain't slide yet. What else? They on that corner, hey, they shit, they ain't high yet. What else? Someone hear that gangster shit if they ain't die yet. Fact. Uh, <laughs> we go to war for that fettuccine. Uh -huh. Young niggas turning Buicks into Lamborghinis. Uh -huh. I took bitches from the project to Santorini. Fact. Got 350 on me now, but I ain't wearing Yeezy. Fact. Millie on my wrist, Millie on my bitch. What else? 20 million in the bank, really on some shit. Correct. I give a fuck when niggas stink, they ain't on this tip. Uh -huh. I'm on a whole never wave, how I'm doing this shit. Yeah. Mafia, everything mafia. Simon over lobster, we don't even eat tilapia. Right. I didn't got bougie, more confident and cockier. Yeah. Since I got some money, hoes suck that dick sloppier. Oh. Fucking on a bad bitch with a bad bitch <laughs> on top of her. My young chick said she wanted to do I got proud of her. She gon' fuck me good, and that chick she was gon' follow her. I used to really live crush on that little chick, but I got tired of her. How you turn that grand bridge to a Lambo? Whoa. How you turn that mansion to a bando? Whoa. I be calling shots like on commando. Whoa. Get you wet, running around like you was Rambo. Nigga, this a new level. New devil. Paddock look like it got two bezels. Who let you run these streets thinking you special? They gonna put a halo on you when them goons catch you. Uh -huh. I promise. Niggas, and they gon' find me, missing the Oscars, kicking shit like it's a, it's a problem. Uh, give me something else, but keep that shit rolling. We gon' wanna take this. Oh. Switch that B up, switch that B up. Shutting the streets back, you see us funk. Nigga, another one. Meet Bill, we here. Juanita, what you got? What you got, Juanita? Oh, shit. I gotta put on my grind when you hear this. It's just a kiss. I start taking kiss, that means I gotta get tight. I ain't even got to hit you on the side of my shit right now. Yeah. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. We cough. Huh? I'm back. Nigga, you can't kill your way to the clearport. And real nigga credit don't work at the bank. Ain't about no money. What the fuck is you here for? Because bad bitches only respect Benny Frank. Uh, I never seen a nigga trap and get a hundred mil. And if he did get it, he ain't got a hundred still. He and the child lie cutting back for the double mil. They gave him wild time. Went to trial. He said, fuck a deal. I want a brand new Bugatti, nigga. Fuck a pill. Fuck a Percocet, I'm trying to pay my mother bill. Word. Leave my son a will, right. so my son can chill. Right. Take him off the block, uh -huh. set the cops on Hunter still. Uh, I never seen her going with 20 bodies. Nope. Get a new Ferrari right. and cut the roof up off him. Nope. And when I'm spitting, hurt your feelings, I am truly sorry. Uh -huh. So what I not I can only feed you. They try to bury us, they ain't know that we were seeds. Right. We had to trap and get no toys on Christmas Eve. Right. Play that corner, make it rich, but we believed. Right. Chill each other, that self-hatred or disease, uh. uh -huh. 
Target on your back, target on your back. Fast swinging red beams, target on your hats. Just a nigga with a dream, target in the trap. Target on your back, target on your back. Camping on the ground won't make you successful. And looking in the man's motions if you stressful. And I ain't trying to play you because I know you're special. But all them by wild challenges, hope they don't catch you. All your real homies know you're fraud and they Once them bad bitches get a whip, they won't catch you. I got a fight. Sit down, nigga, hustle. Cause ain't no feeling when you get it from the muscle. Niggas is tripping, acting like it ain't a struggle. When they know you got it out the mud, and make them love you. Never let these niggas trap your mind in a bubble. The minute you get locked up, niggas gonna say fuck you. And you gonna be super sick, you gonna wanna rumble. Lock about some stupid shit. Aren't you? You gonna need a lot of too, Meek Mill season, ladies and gentlemen, we in this bitch. For the Central Podcast, episode 43. Feeling kind of different this week, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, oh, shit. Get a Meek. Meek Millie, I'm on flex. Hey. Cop cook and collect. Huh? What up? Ian Breakfast on the jet. Money, power, and respect. Hey. Nigga, we the shit. Yeah. New shit drop, talking that championship. Right. Mm. Let's get it. <laughs> nah, I need to talk all about that championships. Yeah, I need. Yeah, that's where I need to go. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh. Yeah. That's how we doing in episode forty-three, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, After a week, you thought I was gone. <laughs> and selling crap won't get you rich. Hate to alarm you. I'm spitting facts 'cause I don't want to miss. Flu ain't holding me back, mate. My job is done. Just to say that I ain't warn you. It ain't no sunshine out the window. We get a rush from rocking diamonds in the Benzo. Moving like Lorenzo. For them dead presidents, it was evident we would send no. Get locked behind the wall, you irrelevant. Where your friends go? Probably at your bitch, though. She hungry as a hippo. So she gon' fuck your dog for some Louis Gucci or Kenzo. So while you in the cell reminiscing how you was lit, though. And balling with some niggas that wouldn't send you a pick, though. It was loyalty to a cane and them lawyer fees. And the diamonds come with football numbers for quarter keys. And the fancies, all of the cribs and auto V's. And the point of lawyers ain't fighting for you, they talking, please. Ain't nowhere to turn when that money burn. Was a Balenciaga bandit when you got your turn. Cold. I seen them other guys' mistakes and I watch and learn. Right. Dudes that they ride for, not concerned. <laughs> for the love of drug money, it was lit. lit. My OG told me that'll get you rich. Back. Handcuffs shine like diamonds on the wrist. Flood the rollie for this time that we gon' get, yeah, yeah. Kings killing kings, we the KKK. Uh-huh. Load up, spin a corner, let that AK spray. Uh-huh. Young niggas dying in my hood every day. What? Lockers in them chains, they say we the new slaves. Right. Niggas that I went to school with wanna pick me off. I told my dog I'm going trap the rap. He said you getting soft. I just made like 30 mil and the feds just picked them off. They gave him 30 years. I swear I wish he'd seen the shit I saw. I'm calling while I'm on a jet, thinking that I missed his calls on purpose. Ain't nobody perfect. And yeah, I used to trap too. I knew it wasn't worth it. But now I ain't trying to judge you. I'm just saying, make a purchase. Buy a house before you buy a watch and all these bitches' purses. None of them hoes won't take the time to write in cursive. Send you a letter and spray that paper with some perfume. I know a nigga that got a Bentley, but they murked him. Them V-Twizzes that turned to hearses. Oh, graveyards turned to bedrooms. And ain't no space up in that casket. Ain't no leg room. Uh, ain't no love in this shit for real. Everybody going to jail or they getting killed. Get a license. Now you taking Benadryl. From Felipe Child to Child Line just to get your meal. Uh, Ain't no room because there ain't no leg room. Huh? There ain't no leg room in that cast. I be trying to get a message to my young niggas, you know. Quintessential. 
Yes, ladies and gentlemen, episode 43 of the one and only Quintessential Podcast. Yes, episode 43. I'm back. I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. I had a, had a week off. I wasn't feeling too good. Caught a case of the flu. Wasn't feeling too good, you know. So, uh, yeah, I wasn't here last week. <clears throat> I didn't do the episode last week. Uh, I'm feeling much, much better now. Still uh, got the uh, little uh, locked up nose and the bit of the stuck, uh, sore throat stuck in the throat so do do excuse me if i do sound a bit muffled in uh, this week's episode but now i can't give you two weeks off after all this shit has been happening man we got a jam-packed episode so yeah definitely cannot have two weeks off because i've got a lot of shit to discuss right apologies in advance if i do forget something as uh, i've uh, i've kept a note of everything that i need to discuss but if i do miss something my apologies yeah it's been two weeks <laughs> got a lot to discuss so yeah episode 43 let's kick off this bitch right yeah so we got a lot of shit to discuss let's kick things off on the single side of things as we do right so yeah so we got a lot of singles over the last few weeks right last two weeks uh, let's kick things off with offset so he's prepping to drop his solo album next friday friday the 14th uh following suit of takeoff and quaver with their solo, solo projects and leading up to the culture three project drop in early 2019 so offset preps us up with this first offering called red room yeah, and this is produced by Metro Boomin. And, and uh, this is actually a really good track by Offset. Uh, something different than, we expect, I was, uh, than I was expecting. A very introspective track by Offset. He's talking about on his record the car crash that he had. And you know his, his life growing up with his brother. Uh, what he got into growing up with his mum, his brother, his family, things like that. And how he's reflecting on his past over this last year or so. Especially during that horrific car crash he had uh, in that Lamborghini that he had. Uh, and yeah, he was just uh, talking all that talk on that regarding what he thinks and you know what he's been through last year and how that actually you know is what has you know uh, woken him up really you know to just to see just to be thankful and everything you know so yeah and that's really good to hear really man uh, you don't really get to hear that kind of side from any of the amigos really and uh, so that's very surprising so no uh, I think that was a, a quite a good track by Offset uh, apparently this album. Uh, according to any sources, one being his girlfriend Cardi B, said that Offset's album actually made her cry. He's got some shit on there that made her cry. So one can only expect, man, this is going to be quite a heavy, quite an introspective album for Offset. Uh, and, you know, as compared to the both two Migos projects that dropped the Quavo's Quavo Honcho and Takeoff's Lost Rocket. Uh, yeah, so, and, you know, his, his flow is quite, well, you know, I wouldn't say immaculate, but his flow is quite good on this beat. So, yeah, man, it was a, it was a good track, and uh, nothing, not, not what I was expecting, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm actually tempted to hear more if it's sounding, if, if the album is sounding anything like this, and from what Carly is saying, uh, if it's going to be full of quite a lot of emotion and introspectiveness, then, man, I'm all here for it, man. I do like introspective records, songs, albums, man, you name it. I do like that. When an artist talks about what they've been through and what they're going through and uh, what, what they've been through to come to this place right now. I, I'm definitely a fan of that. So that's Offset with Red Room. Uh, it's not on your streaming services at the moment, but it is on YouTube. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, I will post a link to the uh, song, so the YouTube link to the song uh, in the bio of the episode once it's released, so easy access for you guys to listen. Right, but yeah, you guys go check that out. That's Offset with Red Room. Another Amigos member uh, who dropped the, uh, well, not dropped, he linked up with uh, a fellow Atlantean, uh, 
Quavo, he linked up with Gucci. So this is actually Gucci Mane's track. Gucci and Quavo, they link up the, tra- the track Bipolar. Gucci's prepping the release of his next album, Evil Genius, which is set to land this Friday, uh, December 7th. Right, Evil Genius, December 7th. So uh, Gucci and Quavo team up to drop the track Bipolar. And it's your regular, really, Gucci uh, Gucci offering. And they're really uh, the trap party kind of... Uh, heavy bass kind of record there, and you know, obviously getting me uh, the um, one of the leading members of Migos on there. Obviously, it's going to be a win-win situation for him, especially on the hook and having him his own verse as well. So yeah, it's a regular Gucci track, really. Nothing really much to dissect on that one. Uh, but yeah, it's a decent track. I, I, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. Uh, I, I always think that Gucci's music is very easy listening, and uh, so you know, I, I do enjoy listening to him. Uh, with all the sauce that he has, <laughs> you know, lost in the sauce, Gucci is. But yeah, no, that's, that's a good track, man. That's Gucci and Quavo with Bipolar. You guys go check that out. Big Crit, Big Crizzle. Yeah, he uh, just coming off to two week, three weeks, so he dropped that Thrice X EP with three songs, for three phenomenal songs there. Uh, he returns after a two week layoff to drop another little EP called Double Down, right? And there's this Double Down EP, uh, it has two tracks, right? Uh, one uh, first track being called uh, <clears throat> uh, one track being called uh, Learn From Texas and the other one called Pick Yourself Up right and yeah so uh, as opposed to the last uh, EP that you put that Thrice EP uh, this is more of a South sound uh, more of a South uh, Dirty South kind of sounding uh, EP uh, especially from uh, uh, the was it the Pick Yourself Up uh, track track two and the bass heavy learn from Texas track, but yeah, uh, now Chris doing his thing, man. I don't know if Chris prepping a uh, a new project or not, or if these are all just Lucy's that didn't make the cut of that double album that he dropped last year. That Forever is a mighty long time. Uh, who knows? But no, I'm always here for Crit music, and yeah, the music is really good. Crit does put out really good music. That Thrice EP was uh, really really good. And yeah, these two tracks here are more up, uh, I wouldn't say your party-centric tracks, but more of your upbeat tempo, uh, you know, Southside banger tracks, really, you know, the ones that get your speakers knocking and things like that, which Crit has been known for, man, and so, no, two really good tracks we've learned from Texas and Pick Yourself Up, or having uh, uh, mess- hidden messages in there, obviously, uh, learn from Texas being him uh, learning from uh, was he's a south side uh, from where he's from and uh, you know the roots he's been growing up and brought up in and then two is just pick yourself up is, uh, is basically like a uh, it's like a little motivational kind of record there you know to get everybody up on their feet you know just you know get carry on and do all your things what you're doing in your life carry on and all that so yeah man no, Crit, Crit uh, has put out uh, now I think he said he's put a five five great tracks three amazing tracks and these two good tracks here so yeah uh, all in all he's put out uh, a good offering of music to keep fans satisfied whether or not as I said this leads up to or build up to a new project list that remains to be seen we will keep that monitored uh, keep our eyes open uh, keep our eyes peeled and our, ear, and our ears open uh, but yeah no you guys go check that out uh, that's Big Crit uh, it's, it's, it's the EP is called Double Down and the tracks are called Learn From Texas and Pick Yourselves Up and that is on your streaming services as well as well as the Gucci and Quavo track by Pro that is also on your streaming services as well uh, another artist that dropped a little EP, if you want to call it, uh, was Trance the Rapper. He uh, dropped two new songs this past week. Uh, the Man Who Has Everything 
and my own thing with Joey Perp, right? So Chancer dropped the, that four, that barrage of songs about four or five months ago with uh, um, I Need Security and 65th and Ingleside and uh, yeah, uh, Wallacam and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing blanks on the other one, but yeah, uh, he dropped some music just a few months ago and he graces us. Uh, graces us with his presence again after uh, that layoff with two new tracks with the man who has everything and uh, my own thing with Joey Perp, uh, Chicago, like, uh, Chicago's own Joey Perp. Uh, he's been heavily affiliated with Chance and Vic Mensa of the Save Money Group. So yeah, uh, the man who has everything. Uh, well, that's a that's a great track, man. Chance talks about uh, you know uh, well, what he has at the moment. Basically, you know what what his situation is at the moment and uh you know he's talking about like would you what 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 do i get what would you get the man who has everything you know what what, what do i want in this life and things like that so nah, it's, it's it's a really good track uh and uh, uh very slowed down move smooth mellow beat charles rapping on obviously charles having that smooth mellow voice as well uh that does add to the track uh, yeah, so no, that man who has everything track is really, really good track. I do like that. That's more of up your typical chance rapper type of lane, type of that gospel lane that he's in. Uh, really, really good track there. And uh, my own thing with Joey Perp. Yeah, that's that was a decent track. It's good to hear these two on the track together. Uh, uh, they've collaborated in the past uh, a number of times, uh, but you know it's good to hear them, and, uh, and it's good to see you know uh, Chance. You know, you know. I think out of that whole Save Money collective, really. Um, I think yeah, and I'm just I'm just stating facts here. Chances are the only one to really blow up from that. You've got him, Vic Mensa, uh, Joe, Joey Perp, um, yeah, Tokyo. Uh, so out of that whole kind of collective, Chances are really the only one to get that mainstream acclaim really at the moment. The other people, the other members have put out their own projects uh, to like uh, they have their own little cult fan base. But I think Chances. Um, the one that you know got to a commercial and, and critical and m- mainstream acclaim and, and success, so it's good to see him not, not forgetting uh, the people who he was uh, fucking with before, and you know just coming back and you know collaborating with them and give to give them more shine really. So yeah, uh, yeah so that's uh, Chance the Rapper with the man who has everything and um, my own thing with Joey Perp, right? Uh, another save money member, uh, save money member, right? Uh, is Vic Mensa. He dropped the song "Dark Songs" and he's uh, offering this song from his new EP set to drop in the next week or two. Uh, I, I can't remember what the EP's called, but he, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm drawing blanks on that one. But yeah, this "Dark Things" record he dropped is uh, from his upcoming EP uh, set to drop in the next two three weeks or so, right? And really, I mean, if I'm honest about this, uh, I think that Vic is still trying to catch a hit. Uh, it sounds like he's still trying to catch a hit. I don't think this type of music really supports him or does him any favours. Uh, it's more of him, you know, trying to get, like, this song here in particular, uh, as well as the other song he dropped quite a, quite a while back. Um, uh, I, I just think that... Uh, uh, he's, yeah, he's he's trying to get a commercial hit or like a smash hit, and that's evident on this as he you know he brings in some like sort of trap drums and he's doing singing and the rapping uh, and, and kind of vibe. So I, I don't think that really suits Vic. Vic is more, you know, woke more on in terms of that introspective stuff. Uh, if you listen to the autobiography of that album that he put out last year, that was really good. 
that's that's the thing that I actually like to hear. Uh, I'm not sure if everybody else agrees on that, but uh, uh, that's my opinion. I think he he's better when he talks more of that lyrical stuff and he talks the introspective stuff, not things like this where you're trying to chase a hit record and things like that, which I think he's which I get the impression that he's trying to do with of this record. And also, see, I think people are still got a sour taste of Vic in their mouth due to uh, his comments regarding uh, the late Triple uh, X Tentacion, right, at the BET Awards. And I, I want to see as well, I think I'm one of them as well. Like, I'm, I'm still a bit iffy on Vic at the moment. Uh, but, uh, you know, he did put out a really good project last year, in my opinion, uh, that was heavily stepped on. Uh, not many people gave it the amount of play that it should have, or gave it the notion that it might have should have. But uh, I think that was a really good project by himself. But uh, yeah, I don't really like, as I said, him doing this commercial chasing for a hit with these uh, uh, trappy beats and things like that, and him trying to do the singing side of things and things like that. That's not why I really want to hear from Vic Mensa these days. So yeah, uh, I'm not really a fan of this record, but you guys can go check that out as Vic Mensa with Dark Things. Is on your streaming services as well. Uh, one of the one of my most favorite records, uh, or favorite singles that came out this week came in the form of J Rock and T Grizzly. Uh, yeah, they linked up to drop the track "Shit Real," man. Uh, man, this is a banger, man. This is a banger. Uh, two people that are, um, you know you wouldn't think of uh, pitching together, but actually when when you see it and you hear the collaboration. It is at absolute flames, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's a really, really good track. J-Rock's coming off a phenomenal 2018 with his uh, amazing album, top 10 album of the year for me, in my opinion, with that redemption, right? And T. Grizzly coming off of his two projects as well, that great activated album, and that Still My Moment album that he dropped just a few weeks ago. So yeah, uh, they link up to drop this track, Shit Real. Now, whether or not this lands on a deluxe version of Redemption, or is this just a Lucy that didn't make the car... Or he did make T Grizzly's album. I'm not sure, right? Uh, but I think uh, this could potentially land on a deluxe version of Redemption, uh, if that is to be the case. But if not, it's still a great uh, a track nonetheless. Uh, I think they both suit their uh, suit each other well. Talking that talk, talking that gang shit, and you know, as, as they're both uh, heavily involved in that, uh, and uh, you know, so. I think the beat is great, they're both uh, getting the shit off, they both sound great, they're rapping great, the flows are both great, they complement each other, man, so it's all in all a really, really good track, man, uh, so that's J-Rock and T-Grizzy with Shit Real, man, go check that out, uh, banger alert on that, that's a, that is a banger, so go check that out, that's J-Rock and T-Grizzy with Shit Real, that is on your streaming services right now, ladies and gentlemen, so go check that out. <laughs> Right, so yeah, so that, that, that wraps us up from the single side of things. So yeah, uh, uh, quite a few singles this, uh, in over the last two weeks or so. So yeah, so you guys go check that out, man. Uh, uh, a lot of good singles out. Let's talk about some news, man. Let's talk about some news. So one piece of news that I was not expecting and very, very disappointed and like pissed about. Netflix announced that Daredevil is being cancelled. Like, what the fuck, man? Seriously, they just off the heels. They were just cancelled the Defenders, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist, and now they cancelled the flagship show, the flagship Marvel show, the one, uh, the one show that every like all the fans really, really like and praise Marvel for creating Daredevil. Man, and off after a phenomenal season that they just had, season three that I just watched, man. Uh, I'm so 
annoyed and so angry at this why have they cancelled and, and and it's not just me uh, a, a lot of fans have uh, raised their uh, views and opinions and their uh, <clears throat> and their gripes with Netflix cancelling this right uh, and this is all due to obviously uh, Netflix, uh, well Marvel being now acquired by Disney and Disney in the process of launching their new streaming service Disney Plus now this doesn't mean that this has been cancelled and it's going to be on Disney Plus because they also put out a statement saying that this show has been cancelled for good, right? So there's not going to be any further seasons uh, regarding this, which is a fucking shame because this show was phenomenal, phenomenal. All three, th- all three seasons were fantastic, man. I mean, Daredevil has never been portrayed like this, uh, and you know, as that movie that came out, you know, got a, near enough a decade ago with Ben Affleck wasn't really that great and you know Daredevil was such a dark dark uh, superhero uh, so you, you have to be very very meticulous of how you portray him and things like that and I think Marvel did a great job man in these uh, in this Daredevil show that they did so it's, it's a shame man it's a shame to hear that this show has been cancelled one of my favourite shows one of the shows I always look forward to when a new season comes out uh, yeah so it's only been three seasons uh, but the remain those three seasons will be still available on Netflix for you guys to view. So I do urge you guys to check it out. Uh, really, really great superhero series. If you're a, if you're a comic book superhero nerd like me, you definitely enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, man, that sucks, man. Uh, oh, a little bit of ray of hope is that they in the within the announcement they said that uh, that uh, these characters will be uh, was will be. Uh, seen in the future right so whether that we don't know what that means if it's going to be a spin-off series or if they're going to be included in any other thought of sort of marvel film or anything like that will have to uh, re- remains to be seen but yeah let's see and then that's the only little bit of hope we get out of this uh, annoying bit of news right uh, punisher was renewed for season two so is jessica jones uh, but I think their futures are looking heavily in doubt after these new seasons. I think once these new seasons come out of those two uh, series, I think Marvel will drop the axe on them as well. Uh, so, yeah, uh, a shame, really. Uh, really a shame. Ugh, fuck's sake, Netflix, man. <laughs> right, uh, other bit of news. Let's move on to some other bit of news. So, Floyd Mayweather and... I know we're sick and tired of talking about Floyd, but this is nothing to do with boxing, trust me. Right, Floyd Mayweather and DJ Khaled sued. Uh, why do you, why are they sued? So, SEC finds Floyd Mayweather and DJ Khaled for illegally promoting a fraudulent cryptocurrency. So, Khaled and Mayweather were just hit with a huge fines from Securities Exchange Commission for promoting and reportedly failing to disclose that they received payment for their promotion. In a press release by the SEC, they claim Floyd reportedly failed to disclose payments from Centratech Incorporation for $100,000, while Khaled also failed to disclose that he was also paid $50,000 for his promotion on Instagram. The two founders of Centratech were both arrested earlier this year after using both Floyd and Khaled to promote their coin and sell $32 million worth of cryptocurrency which later proved to be fraudulent, man. Wow. <laughs> you never really hear Khaled in the news for any sort of, uh, uh, you know, any sort of this type of news because Khaled is very smart. He makes very smart investments <laughs> or, you know, he keeps uh, most of it out, out of the news or out of the eye, uh, eye of 
the paparazzi and things like that. But I think this uh, just I think has caught up to him, has caught wind. Floyd Dorsey has been in back and forth in the news regarding a lot of things, um, obviously uh, money issues and things like that. But yeah, that's surprising to see, man. Two two high profile uh, two high profile people uh, being uh, accused for illegally promoting fraudulent cryptocurrency. Uh, where this leads, we do not know. Both have not uh, come out and made any statements on that. Uh, this whole thing with cryptocurrency as well, man, like Bitcoin and things like that, it was popping, you know, about a year and a half, two years ago. But now it's steadily declining, and then. Know, they're on the hunt for the next bitcoin and the next cryptocurrency and things like that honestly i don't really get involved in any of that one because i don't have no clue <laughs> two <coughs> um i'm not really like a betting man or things like that so yeah uh, i, I kind of shy away or stay away from that kind of thing so yeah uh let's see how this story unfolds if any of them decide to make any sort of comments uh we will keep our eyes peeled and our ears open Right, uh, some more news then, right? So ASAP Bari, ASAP Bari, one of the members of the ASAP mob, uh, who has had a past of legal issues and uh, has been in the news for the wrong sort of things, uh, he actually was arrested again and he's facing two felony drug charges, right? So he was strip searched and busted for drugs in Pennsylvania, right? So law enforcement, uh, according to TMZ, they observed a 2018 Mercedes driving the wrong way just after midnight on Thursday. Cops pulled the vehicle over and smelled marijuana coming from the inside. They searched the Mercedes and discovered 24 circular tins of marijuana. ASAP Bari was then arrested and taken back to the police station where he was strip searched and cops found three more tins inside his underwear. Uh, Bari told the cops the weed was for personal use. The uh, ASAP Mob co-founder, so Baris is one of the co-founders of the ASAP Mob, got busted for drugs in Pennsylvania and is now facing two felony charges. Uh, the fashion designer was arrested Thursday in Palmer Township, Pennsylvania and hit with two counts of manufacturing, delivering or possession with intent to distribute drugs. According to law enforcement sources, it's unclear what the drugs he was alle- uh, allegedly slinging. Uh, he's also been charged with misdemeanor counts of possession of drug paraphernalia and possession of a controlled substance. He was booked at the Northampton County Prison and bail was set at $25,000. He was released after bonding out and he was also arrested early in the year in London for allegedly uh, sexually assaulting a woman at a London hotel in July 2017. Uh, the woman who which sued him last November uh, and but which then I ASAP Barry fired back with a suit of his own. Alright, uh, yeah, so really not enough, uh, not really good news for Bari again, you know, he's obviously been in the news uh, over the previous year or so for that uh, sexual assault, and uh, a couple of the ASAP mob members did come out and voice their opinions on that, regarding that sexual assault, Ferg and Rocky especially, saying that they don't fuck with that kind of behaviour, and I think this doesn't really do him any favours even, being caught with all these drugs, and, and facing two dr- felony drug charges, uh yeah so whether this is this or not it's just i think this this does seem to be him acting out i'm not going to obviously explain or uh justify what he did last year in, in returns to that uh, uh sexual assault but these drug charges and things like that man i think him being one of the co-founders of the asap mob 
uh, along with the Yams, you know, the uh, rest in peace, ASAP Yams, man. Uh, I think, man, I, I think it's just he's not recovered from that, you know, the the passing of ASAP Yams, man. Uh, I think he's just acting out in terms for drug use in that, yeah, and uh, obviously this is not doing him any favors in him getting caught. But uh, yeah, let's 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 uh, see what the development is. Yeah, there's no comment from his camp or his side or his explanation for any of this. So let's uh, again let's keep our eyes peeled, uh, eyes peeled, and our ears open on that. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about a bit of Meek Mill, man. So we'll get to Meek Mill and his album that he dropped uh, this week, Championships, later on in the episode. But uh, I want to give a good shout, a great shout out to Meek Mill, man, uh, for what he's doing, man. Uh, he's uh, he's obviously organising this prison reform uh, uh, and fighting for justice for what uh, you know what is really a good cause. And obviously him being on the wrong side of, uh, you know, uh, the justice system uh, in regards to his imprisonment lot over the last year, uh, year two years. Uh, I think it's just really, really good what Meek's doing and what he's standing up for. And a lot of artists are supporting him in this, uh, in this ref- re- uh, reformation of the justice system. And um, uh, T.I., Rhapsody, uh, whoever you want to name it, man... Uh, uh, they're, all, they're all standing by Meek for this, and yeah, man, I think I think it's I think it's great for what he's doing, uh, and for 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 what he believes in, man, really as well. That's that's really it, man. You're standing for what he believes in. Uh, so no, that's, that's 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 great, man. Great, great to see, uh, and it's good to see that all these artists are supporting him, supporting him on this. Uh, so. Yeah, uh, shouts out to Meek on that man, and obviously uh, he he also talked to CNN regarding this as well, man, which was really really good. Yeah, let's hear from Meek, man. Uh, well, uh, let's hear from his uh, his speech regarding this prison reformation. The criminal justice system has a set of rights created to protect me, but do you think it's really protecting us? The criminal, yeah, man. So <laughs> he goes on. To, he, that's just a little, uh, little teaser there, man. But uh, also, he did go on CNN as well, and he did talk to CNN, and that was a great. That was that was a great moment, man. To see him talking about the argument that, that some make that hey, Meek Mill's not the guy you should be making. Yeah, this I just case. I just want to explain it. I just I just want to know from a personal opinion. Do you believe a young black man in America can point a gun at? two or three cops because i'm not the only one that get found guilty for these things people cops charge people with the no. argument that some make that hey meek mill's not the guy you should be making yeah this i just case. i just want to explain it i just i just want to know from a personal opinion do you believe a young black man in america can point a gun at two or three cops because i'm not the only one that get found guilty for these things people cops charge people with these things at an alarming rate, and people take deals because they don't have lawyer money or they can't afford attorneys to even fight for their freedom. Do you believe that a young black man can lift up a firearm and point a gun at two, three cops while they're attempting to do a bust with their firearms out and not a single shot being fired? That don't even make sense in America. And I never really spoke on that because I never valued myself growing up in a ruthless environment. I seen it happen to many kids, so it was just normal to me. And as I grew up, I always felt embarrassed being around like my Caucasian friends, and I used to always say like. 
Do you believe I pointed a gun at a cop? Where I come from, like, uh, I'm on a successful path. The no. argument that some make... Man, yeah, so, so that's just a little snippet of what Meat really talks about on CNN. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let me give you a little breakdown as well. So, yeah, uh, he, he was a guest for CNN and he... And he uh, he, uh, he he sat down with CNN's Michael uh, Smirkornish uh, uh, to discuss his new album, Championships, the criminal justice reform, North Philadelphia, and how violent uh, how the violent environment affected his future. Right. So obviously, uh, to kick things off. They too discussed Meek's thought on the criminal justice system as he compared the penitentiary to the plantation, and opened up about his own personal experiences. He goes on to say, "I spent time with men who had 28 months in prison for $100 bail." They weren't even found guilty for their crimes, but $100 kept them in prison. The taxpayers had to pay money to keep the guys like this in prison, and it was for a petty crime. Things like that never made sense to me, he said. Even being on probation, I've been on probation since I was 19 years old. I'm 31 years old now. Just seeing people work in prison for $0.08 cents an hour, uh, not, it's not, and not really being able to pay their dues and pay their debts back to society. They they were paying their debts back to the system and the money was being made, he added. We are trapped. We are like trapped inside of a system that's extremely hard for us to get out of. Uh, I don't feel like anybody is addressing it to try to try help and fix things. There's a lot of things in the system that clearly don't make sense to the world, but it's going on today and it's keeping many young black men caught up in the system without even committing crimes. Uh, he also continued to open up about his struggles in the system, most of which came at the hands of the African-American judge. Because I can't even blame it on like Caucasian or African-American. I think it's actually a mindset of self-hate. I don't think it's a thing of a certain colour, but it's designed to keep people like myself and people of my colour uh, just in the wrong, man. So, yeah, no, that's, I, I salute Meek, man. Salute Meek for what he's doing, uh, what he's standing up for. Uh, no, just I just I, yeah. All I can do is give him a salute, man. Like what he's standing up for is, you know, just amazing, and how he's going about this, things like that, man. It's it's really really good. So no, I'm I, I support you, Meek. Shouts out to Meek, man. I support you, man. Um, doing a great thing, man. You're doing a great thing, and it's good to see that, man. Oh yeah, shouts out to Meek. All right, moving on, man, from a bit of some more news on. We had a little rap battle going on over the last two weeks, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Tory Lanez and Joyner Lucas. And this all came about uh, from an IG live session with Tory Lanez. Uh, he got on his IG uh, and uh, he's saying that he uh, is one of the best rappers out there right now. And, you know, that uh, he can smoke anyone in the game right now and, uh, and a fan in... Uh, Came up in his comments and said, uh, you know, that Jonah Lucas kid is nice. Tori came out and said, yeah, man, uh, that, that kid nice, but he's nowhere better than me, man. He ain't shit on me. I can, I can outwrap the shit out of that guy. Right. And Tori and Jonah being actually friends, you know, there's no really animosity. Not, no, no sort of beef or tension between the two. Uh, it was really friendly competition. So Jonah called him out on that and they both traded... Uh, four songs in total uh, between each other, right? What, what, two songs each. So if we're going by round by round, let's go by round one. So in the first round, we had uh, Joyner Lucas, and then we had Tory Lanez uh, put out uh, one track, right? Um, it was uh, the Lucky You track, right? Uh, it was Tory's take on the Lucky You track uh, called uh, 777, right? Uh, showcasing his rapping ability on that, and yeah, Don't Troy did a good job on that. But then Joyner fired back 
on Tories beat on that Litty again freestyle uh, with, which he had with Meek Mill uh, and so Joyner fires back with that Litty again freestyle and uh, we thought that now that was probably uh, that track uh, the, that Litty again one with Joyner that was uh, that round really went to Joyner because of that track I think Joyner showed why he is uh, one of the most talented new up and coming artists uh, right now uh, showcasing his rapping ability and then we went into round two where Tori uh, reused that Litty again track and spazzed off for about five minutes or so uh, and I went absolutely crazy on that track and then Joyner came back with a rebuttal of his own in the form of uh, the ZZ track uh, the famous Kodak Black track and yeah and Joyner did his shit on that as well uh, but honestly, round two, I thought went to Tory, man. I think Tory smoked that uh, re re up of that Litty again track. Uh, I think he smoked that and he put a lot of people on notice that you know Tory is not just uh, just a singer. You know, he's not known for the singing. His rapping has uh, drastically improved over the last few years, and he can rap with the best of them, really. Uh, so I think uh, yes, yeah, so round one was joining, round two was Tory. Uh, I think they still owe us another round to see the winner is, but uh, Tory <coughs> went on Instagram live, uh, live after that saying, you know, it's done now. No more back and forth between me and Joyner. I smoked him. Joyner not accepting it. But I don't think, yeah, I don't think we're going to get another track from them. But no, that was good, good, healthy, friendly competition between the two. If you want to know my opinion, really, who's the better rapper at Tory Lanez and Joyner Lucas? I think Joyner is the better rapper. I think a lot of people will say that Joyner is the better rapper out of him and Tory. Not not to discredit Tory at all, uh, but I think so. If we if we put it like this, Joyner is the better rapper, but Tory is the better artist. And the way that I mean I say that is Tory is a, Tory makes better music, right? Like he makes the more melodic, you know, better better music. And where Joyner is purely focused on lyricism, and you know, yeah, lyricism storytelling. And yeah, he's 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 primarily focused on that. Whereas Tory, I think, is you know he's he's a hit guy, isn't it? So you know he makes all the hits, makes all the good good tunes and things like that. So yeah, uh, I think Joyner is the better rapper than Tory, but that's not to discredit Tory. Tory, Tory's rapping, as I said, has uh, improved drastically over the last few years. And uh, yeah, man, uh, yeah, a very talented artist, uh, very very talented artist. And I think this just proves that you know. Uh, people need to take him more seriously in terms of rapping as well so he can hold his own on a track with a lot of rappers he did proceed to call out Pusha T uh, just for more friendly smoke but yeah, as expected Pusha hasn't responded and I don't think he will respond uh, but I don't think Tory wants that smoke at all uh, and I, yeah, I don't think Pusha will provide it anyway but yeah <laughs> uh, yeah. so just don't get too too ahead of yourself Tory man knock that shit off man <laughs> you're a great man great artist and shit like that man but yeah I don't think you want that Pusha smoke it's not coming anyway but yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so no, nice little friendly healthy competition between Tory and Jonah Lucas there uh, and also ended with uh, these guys potentially maybe being uh, paired up to, on a track uh, somewhere down the line so yeah let's keep our ears open for that but yeah good exchange man now go definitely check out those four tracks uh, so the first round we had uh, 777 Tory freestyling over the Lucky You beat with all, uh, that's from M and Joyner uh, that track from M's Kamikaze album which Joyner was featured on and then we had uh, Joyner come back with the Litty 
Litty again, uh, freestyle uh, from Tory with Joiner wrapped on. Then we've got round two with Tory re upped that, uh, re remixed that Litty again freestyle with his own. And then Joiner came back with a ZZ remix. So yeah, you guys go check that out. Let me know who you think who won in it. Who do you think won? You know, did Joiner smoke Tory both times or did Tory smoke Joiner both times or is it even? Is it 1 1? I think it's 1 1. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good healthy competition to see, man. Good competition to see. Alright, yeah, some good news, man. Uh, so, Joel Santana, you know, they, uh, so, one of the founding members of Dipset, the Diplomats, uh, you know, they're promoting their Diplomatic Ties here project that came out just a week and a bit ago, two weeks ago. And, yeah, uh, he proposed to his longtime girlfriend, the mother of his children, Kim Bella. Uh, after 10 years of being together, man. So, wow, man. 10 years uh, of them being together and he proposed man. They, she held out, man. She, she's what you call a queen. <laughs> a queen, man. All these women, man. You know, they're, they're ready to run, man. If the guy hasn't put a ring on it within two, three years or so. But she she uh, she held out for 10 years. And her statement was that if you're with the guy that you love, you will wait you will wait, man. Uh, that's queen movements right there. <laughs> no, so congrats uh, to Joels and Kimbella on that news. Congrats to you guys. Uh, wish you nothing but happiness. Shouts out to both of you guys, man. Yeah. Uh, and to end the news side of things, ladies and gentlemen, we did uh, have uh, um, a bit of bad news this, uh, over the last few weeks. The creator of SpongeBob SquarePants. Stephen Hillenburg uh, passed away at the age of 57 due to his battle with ALS. He's been battling ALS for the last year and a half, two years. And just uh, late last week, um, he succumbed to uh, uh, his battle with ALS and passed away at the age of 57, man. Uh, the creator of Spongebob Squarepants One of my favourite cartoons growing up I can still put it on this day and watch it man And you know This social media era that we're in right now it, Spongebob has provided uh, Us with a lot of memes man a base, The base of a lot of memes uh, over In this social media age So now nah, we have to give credit Where credit is due To, uh, to Steven Hillenburg Rest in peace man uh, great, great program that you uh, that you created, and it's still going to this day. Uh, yeah, man, and then a lot of people uh, on the light of this as well, man. This this really cheered me up as well. Uh, quite a lot of people are petitioning uh, to get that sweet victory song where in with that SpongeBob ep- uh, SquarePants episode where they perform the song "Sweet Victory." They're trying to get that played at the Super Bowl this year. Uh, they've got a petition going around. They've got about 50,000 signatures so far. So, <laughs> shout out to you guys who made that possible, man. Uh, yeah, that would be a, a phenomenal thing to see, man, if that if that does come true. Uh, but, no, nah, uh, shout out uh, uh, shouts out to them. Uh, <laughs> and rest in peace to a legend, man. A legend, uh, Stephen Hillenberg, for creating such an iconic uh, kids program, man, which is still valid to this day. Adults even watch it to this day. And yeah, man, uh, uh, one of the, one of the uh, backbones of my childhood, really. So now, rest in peace to uh, Stephen Hillenburg there. All right, that wraps up us on the news side of things. All right, uh, let's let's uh, let's talk some uh, let's talk some uh, 
TV and movie, man. Before uh, let's talk some TV, movie, and some sport, man. Before we get into the album side of things, man. So, TV and movie, man. So I finally finished the season two of The Sinner. Uh, yeah, and that was uh, really, really good, man. Uh, that that whole Sinner series, man. Season one uh, and the season two, man. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Something different, man. Uh, a really, really good thriller. Uh, I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to give too much away. But uh, yeah. Uh, a really really good season uh, I didn't really expect any of it uh, the twists and turns that happened and uh, no it was it was it was really really good uh, and uh, as I said a really good thriller I didn't know where they would take it after the first season because I thought it would just be one season and that would be it because it's not a continuing story it's a completely different story but now uh, they pulled this different story off very well man very well uh, which I didn't expect so yeah, a really good uh, season of The Sinner, that's season 2. I urge you guys to go check it out if you're looking for a good thriller, a good good, good psychological thriller, go definitely check out. If you haven't checked out season 1, check that out, that's got Jessica Biel in it. And check out season 2 as well, a really, really good series there. Uh, we got the Captain Marvel trailer debut uh, this week. Uh, well, not debut, well, we got the new trailer this week, uh, just really today. And uh, gives you more of an extended look at the uh, uh, story, a story behind Captain Marvel and what she's about and things like that. So no, it was a really good trailer. I did check it out. Uh, I'm not really that familiar with much Captain Marvel stuff. I know I know that she's one of the most powerful Avengers in there, and that she is going to make an appearance in the next Avengers film. Uh, so yeah, I'm really interested to see this Captain Marvel story, uh, as I'm not really. Uh, up to date with it i'm not sure uh how she got her powers and things like that and um, the villains and things like that uh so this this trailer here gave me a bit more insight into that and it is making me excited for the movie the movie does look really really good uh so which is due out in march next year and then avengers is coming out in may uh we ha- are speculating that an avengers trailer is coming uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, when this drops. <laughs> so by the time this drops, the trailer might already be out. Who knows? But there is speculation that the Avengers 4 trailer, the new tra- the new Avengers trailer, will be out on Wednesday tomorrow. Uh, so let's keep our eyes peeled. Uh, let's keep our eyes open. Uh, eyes peeled open for that. But yeah, this Captain Marvel trailer is really, really good. Uh, definitely urge you guys to go check that out. To get more insight into the story of this. And yeah. And looking forward to the movie man. Definitely looking forward to the movie. Alright yeah. So that's TV and movie for this week. Let's talk a bit of sports. So we had one of the biggest uh, fights of this year. Just happened on uh, Saturday night. Or Sunday morning. If you're a UK uh, resident like myself. (laughs) Uh, Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. One of the biggest heavyweight bouts of the year. If not the year right. And one of the biggest fights of the year as well and yeah so uh this fight was announced about two three about through two three months ago and they've been doing a lot of press uh for this fight a lot of back and forth a lot of exchanges between the two and it all culminated in a hard-hitting great fight on uh saturday night or sunday morning here uh, and uh, and it resulted overall in a split decision calling this fight a draw which was something I didn't really expect. So now when people were watching the fight, uh, especially UK fans, <laughs> they got the UK bias going on. Uh, but uh, no, I don't think it's biased at all. But uh, 
we believe that Tyson Fury should have won that fight as he was winning most of the rounds really uh, the fight went all 12 rounds obviously being a split decision uh, with Fury getting knocked down twice uh, once once in round 7 I believe and then the second time in round 12 which inspired uh, an outbreak of memes because he got knocked down in round 12 and we thought it was over we thought that Deontay had won that man. we thought there's no no coming back from that yeah, Fury was knocked to the ground for a clear cut five seconds or so and he looked like he was knocked out, eyes glazed over, but he managed to get up, shake it off and continue the fight and continue the round, which was amazing, which no one really expected to see, which everybody was really shocked to see. Uh, yeah, so damn, man, uh, that was that was a moment, man. That was a great moment. Uh, when that happened, I thought De- Deontay had won it. But when Fury got up, I was like, Jesus Christ, uh, how, how are you getting up from that? Because Deontay is known to be one of the hardest hitters in the heavyweight division, if not the hardest hitter. Uh, so, and the thing with Deontay is he's not really a technical boxer. He's really a brawler. Uh, he just goes out there swinging, man. Like if you watch the fight, and Matt, you just see how many times Deontay was missing with those swings, man. And Tyson coming back and just countering and giving him some jabs and things like that, and being more technical. Uh, hence why we thought that Tyson should have won that fight. Uh, as he was winning on most of well according to us he, he looked like he was winning most of the rounds but obviously him getting knocked down twice I think did have an adverse effect on the result I think if he didn't go down in the 12th round I think Tyson would have won but due to that big knockdown in the 12th round I think that tipped the scales and persuaded the judges to call this a split decision uh, so yeah this can only mean that a rematch is coming it uh, means it's just business for these two athletes as uh, I think it just means more money for them but all in all it was a great fight I uh, do believe that Tyson should have won that because uh, the winner of this fight was supposed to go face Anthony Joshua AJ in April uh, I was actually rooting for Deontay Wilder right? because uh, I wanted to see him fight AJ I think that would be a, a, an amazing bout uh, I know a lot of people wanted to see Fury win it and have an old British uh boxing fight with him and AJ uh, but I guess now because that is up in smoke as this was a split decision a draw uh, that, that AJ's next opponent now is now up in smoke there is rumours or speculation that it will be uh, White as White is faced in Chisora again this month and then it uh, potentially might lead to a fight with um, AJ and White for the second time but that's not a fight we really want to see you know uh, so uh, we have to sit tight and wait to hear when a rematch is being announced for Fury and Wilder and who AJ's next opponent will be. But yeah, all in all, man, this Wilder and Fury was a great fight, man. Uh, great, entertaining fight to watch. I really wanted a knockout. Personally, that me, I really wanted a knockout, courtesy of uh, Deontay Wilder. Uh, but no, it was it was a very entertaining fight. Uh, and yes, and some really, really great moments, especially while uh, Fury getting up from that uh, massive knockdown in the last round. So yeah, man, a great fight, man, great fight. Shouts out to both athletes. And shouts out to AJ. <laughs> Alright, so, we talked about the single sides, we talked about singles, we talked about news, we talked about movies and TV, and we talked about some sport, man. So let's get into the big things, man. Let's talk about the albums that we've been on the receiving end of over this last two weeks or so, man. So let's kick things off with diplomatic, uh, the, with diplomatic, with the diplomats, sorry, <laughs> with their project called Diplomatic Ties. Now, 
Uh, I'm not sure if this is an album or mixtape or an EP. Uh, uh, Cam Cam actually came out and said this is an EP, so I'm going to call it an EP, right? I'm not going to call this an album, uh, but EP slash mixtape I'll call it because it is coming to about the whole project is coming to about 33 minutes uh, or so, right? And and it's uh, nine tracks in total. Right, so I'd say you know, near 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 enough album length, but uh, let's call it an EP slash mixtape for now, right? So yeah, uh, the Diplomats they dropped their first project in ten years with this Diplomatic Ties album, uh, and it's featuring the already previously released Source Boy, uh, Source Boys, and On God, right? Uh, so let's go through the track listing on here. So we've got the intro featuring Trav, Dipset, Forever, On God, obviously with Belly, Source Boys. Dipset slash locks featuring the locks uptown no sleep with Tory lanes by any means and the outro on casa so nine tracks right and you just got about three you got about one two three four features in total man uh yeah so all in all man this project is really really good i really enjoy listening to this project man it's so great to hear uh this uh legendary group man back together and all on uh all, all on a project together again man uh, yeah, it brought back my some of my childhood, man. I used to love uh, listening to Diplomats, man, when I was growing up. So yeah, it was a very nostalgic feeling for me listening to this project with Diplomatic Ties. Uh, yeah, and the project itself, man, is really, really good, man. Production by their go-to producers, the Heatmakers, and uh, so they can never go wrong there. And um, with a um, handful of features, uh, and they all complement uh, uh, the tracks that they're featured on as well, man. The belly feature on God, that's great, man. The locks feature, man, that's that's that sounds amazing. Uh, the Tory Lanes feature as well, man, that was really good as well, man. Uh, I came away from this project, man, feeling that Jim Jim Jones has had a phenomenal 2018, man. Like Jim is really doing his shit, man. He put out that great album, top ten album, man of the year with Wasted Talent. And then he's put out Stellar Verses on this Diplomatic Ties uh, project here, man. Stellar Verses. <laughs> man, like, uh, Jim, man. Jim Jim has had a great year, man. It is, it's, yeah, I came away from this project thinking, man, like, jeez, man. Jim's, who, who, <laughs> Jim's another one of these people who's working their arse off this year, along with Stars P, along with Cole and things like that, man. He just sounds great, man, on this. And all of them sound like great, man. As I said, all of, all of them together as a collective unit sound great. Jewels, Cam, Jim, uh, Freaky Ziki, man. They all sound great, man. Also, we've got Max B missing there uh, as he's incarcerated. But they do, obviously, pay homage to him and mention him uh, throughout the project as well, man. So, yeah, it's, it's a really, really good project, man. Really good uh, gym music as well, man. Uh, I, I've I enjoyed listening to this in and out of the gym man so yeah as i said a very nostalgic feeling feeling for me man if i had to pick any favorites from here uh, i love the intro uh dipset forever uh source boys man uh, dipset and the locks i love that uptown man that's a banger man that's your that's your uh dipset banger record there uptown love the tory dance features um yeah man so yeah th- th- those would just be probably my favorites but man front to front to back man nine nine tracks 33 minutes the, the project is really really good so now i urge you guys to go check that out man if you're a fan of diplomats definitely check it out if you're not 
go listen to it. I promise you, you probably will become a fan of it. Uh, as you know, it's just great music, man. Great music from uh, a collection, uh, a collection of great artists. So yeah, man, that that's diplomats with that diplomatic ties project, man. Great project. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Shouts out to all of them, Jim, Cam, Joels, and Freaky Ziki, mate. Shouts out to you guys, big fans. Alright, other project we got was uh, another one from Dreamville and it came in the form of J.I.D. with DiCaprio 2, man. I've been uh, anticipating this project for a long time, man. Ever since he dropped that phenomenal project and never saw it last year. J.I.D. comes through on his birthday on November 26th and drops off uh, this DiCaprio 2 project. Uh, 14 tracks long, we talked about the track listing in the previous episode and the features and things like that but uh, if not I'll just go through it again for you guys tuning in on this week's one so we've got 14 tracks as I said Frequency Change, Slick Talk, Westbrook with ASAP Ferg Off These with J. Cole, 151 Rum Off The Zoinkies, Working Out, Tired with Black and LMA Scrawberries with BJ The Chicago Kid, Hotbox with Meth, Method Man and Joey Badass Mounted Up, Just The Other Day Despacito 2 and the bonus track Huasta Luego yeah so J.I.D. drops off this DiCaprio 2 the sequel to that DiCaprio 1 project he dropped off before the Never Story man and yeah uh, I, I think Dreamville Dreamville another one of the, another one of those groups this year that's had a phenomenal year each artist put out uh, a phenomenal project they all started off with Cos dropping Affected then we had Cole come through with KOD, then Bass with Milky Way, and now we got JID with this DiCaprio 2 project, man. Uh, yeah, so uh, let, let, let's go. Let's let, let's go through this project, man. Let's go through this DiCaprio 2 project, man. So, as I said, 14 tracks to so right, and we've got a huge list of features, man. So, um, obviously, in paying homage to. Uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, from what the project's name and the cover as well right uh, as I said he kicks things off he, he wastes uh, JID doesn't waste any time really in finding his stride um, and he starts an undeniable level undeniable kind of like level of confidence really in in the, in that slick talk track man we get 50 seconds of uh, the beat starts we get 50 seconds of him rapping and the beat switches up right uh, yeah, and, and he's just he's talking that talk, man. And you know, he's saying, you know, if any you know, uh, any rapper can get it, man. I'm in this game. You know, if you want to be for me, you can get it too. Uh, yeah, so he, he does. He talks that stuff in the first, in the first two tracks, that slick talk and the Westbrook, right? And then obviously uh, he transitions off to that in, uh, that amazing track with J Cole with Off These, where his flow is just impeccable. His flow and his rhyming and all that is just impeccable, right? Uh, and J. Cole goes bar for bar with him on that. So uh, that's an incredible track. And then it goes into that amazing uh, sonically laced 151 rum track, man. Uh, yeah, it's great, man. Uh, so very, very strong start from J.I.D. in that album, man. A really, really good uh, start from him lyrically uh, and on and just his flow as well. It's, it's amazing, man. And like, yes, he doesn't really stray from what he... Um, what he came up with with the Never Story and the DiCaprio one, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't. As I say, if it, you've got, you, there's that saying, isn't it? If it's not broke, then, it, then don't fix it, right? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I think JID follows that to a T, right? He doesn't stray away from 
uh, you know, like what his core thing is, you know, his core sound and his core audience on that. Um, yeah, so uh, actually he starts off really strong, man, and yeah, so. If it's a, just just to recap, going go going back back uh, so uh, back on that stick talk. So on the stick talk one, man, we've got him obviously delivering warning shots <laughs> and just just a little reminder to the competition, right? Uh, and you know, just saying, you know, you got you guys can get it, and you know, if you try me, you, you ain't safe and things like that, man. And then uh, the working out track, man. Uh, uh, that that he talks about the failures in his life, man. Um, one mentionable bar there, he says that I've been looking to the stars, keep my head up in the clouds. Shit ain't really working out, uh, as he as he says on the chorus, man. So uh, quite good, quite an introspective track there on that working out track, man. And and, and I like, and I said I like hearing that. I think a lot of people do like hearing that, you know, um, you know what they feel and what they've been going through this last year or two years or so since they've been absent, right, man. Um, yeah, one thing that JID does really well as well is, uh, which we wouldn't expect, is uh, not the well, we just the lady records or the relationship records, uh, and that's evident here on the track with Black and LMA Tide. Uh, hit that and the Scrawberries track with BJ the Chicago Kid. Uh, I think they serve as like two of the strongest uh, relationship records he's put out, uh, along with Hereditary uh, that he put out from the Never Story last year. Uh, obviously he teams up with Black again he was also featured on the Never Story uh, on the 8071 track and obviously they're, they're just both talking about uh, their frustrations with women uh, uh, with women in their lives who they feel that they're just doing too much man and then at the end we've got LMA popping up uh, to tell it from a female's perspective uh, yeah uh, so no, that was uh, that's a really good uh, uh, trio there man uh, J.I.D. Black and LMA all talk, uh, telling them each other about, you know, uh, what they've been through in terms of relationships, right? And then you, you've got the Scrawberry track with him and BJ the Chicago Kid, where they're both acknowledging their issues in their relationships, and also about at the same time as well, they point out that uh, no one will hold them each other down like they they both will, man. So yeah, it's, it's a very hearty track, man. And that one is produced by the late great Mac Miller, man. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, really, really good uh, middle middle base of that album of DiCaprio too, man. Really good middle base of that album, and yeah. So the, those 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 relationship kind of tracks, man. They, uh, they give you that kind of vibe, especially the black track as well, man. It gives you that uh, vibe of like Black's album, that East Atlanta love letter that you put out just for a month or two ago, man. Uh, it gives you that kind of vibe as well, man. And having him on the track as well, obviously amplifies that uh so yeah and i said like uh it's good man to draw comparisons really because i think both of them really both being being from atlanta right and uh, they both really don't uh you know store from the you know like uh their original sound as i said you know they got their core audience their core fan base and their core sound man and they stick to that man uh so yeah man it was uh uh that's a, a good middle base of the album man um Right, as you know, we've got, there's a handful of talented producers on the album. As I say, we've got the late great Mac Miller, Kenny Beats, Wonder Girl. Um, yeah, JID also. Yeah, you know, as I said, he is one of the most potent lyricists of the of the, of the new generation, man. And that's evident on uh, Off These and One Five One Rum, uh, Slick Talk, Off the Zoinkies, Hot Box with Meth, 
uh, and Joey, they both come in and provide a really great featured verse on there, um, mounted up as well. Um, so, <laughs> Tory man, if you want, uh, if you want some competition, maybe get a JID <laughs> on that. Uh, but yeah, man, all in all, man, this album, this DiCaprio 2 album is really, really good, man. It just, uh, it just amplifies JID's talent, man, and just brings to him stuff to the forefront that you know that this guy should be on everybody's radar and he is a really good artist who makes really great rapping music man it's really good rap music so yeah uh a great great album by jid and um yeah no shouts out to him man just great project man i think he he's two for two in my book man if you're talking the never story and DiCaprio two i think he's two for two uh i think this album would only get better with time uh, the more you listen to it, I've, I've I've given it a few listens so far, and I, I really do enjoy listening to it. I do enjoy listening to JID man. Uh, as you as you guys know, I'm a I'm a heavily a, a, a lyrical guy. I do uh, favour lyricism a lot, and so yeah, and he provides that in ample amounts uh, on this DiCaprio two project man. So yeah, uh, great great project from uh, JID. Shouts out to you. Shouts out the whole of Dreamville. Man, Cole, Ari, Bass, Cos, man. Ari's yet to drop. Ari Lennox, uh, I, I, I suppose she's going to drop uh, early 2019. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, phenomenal year for Dreamville. Phenomenal year for Dreamville, man. All putting all four uh, male artists on that, all putting out uh, really, really good projects, man. So yeah, shouts out to all of Dreamville. Shouts out to Jared e for this amazing DiCaprio 2 project. You guys go check that out. That's J.I.D. with the Caprio 2. Right. Another artist and uh, another lyrical artist there that dropped uh, a project as well is Black Thought. He dropped Volume 2 of his Dreams of Thought. Right. Uh, volume 1 was dropped a few months ago. Uh, I believe in September. Right. And then he comes through with a sequel and drops off this uh, Streams of Thought Volume 2. Uh, yeah, and he links, links up with producer Salam Remy, right? Uh, yeah, so uh, this volume two, Streams of Thought volume two, we got uh, nine tracks on here, all coming to about 23 minutes or so long, right? And we've got uh, two features, uh, so we've got track one, Fentanyl, two, Soundtrack for Confusion, three, Get Outlined, four, History Unfolds, five, How to Hold a Chopper, six, The New Grip, seven, Long Liveth, Eight, the streets featuring Tish Hyman and nine conception featuring Reek Ruffin. Now I'm not gonna lie, ladies and gentlemen, I am still not able to decipher everything that Black Thought is talking about on this on this project here. Uh, so I can't give an in-depth breakdown to what's going on. But man, oh man, oh man, there's so many bars on here that I can just get lost for days, man. So many bars, man. I might as be might as well be on Mars. <laughs> Freestyle. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man. Uh, there's too many bars on here, man. So many fucking bars on here. Uh, it's just incredible. I'm just in awe. Uh, I'm just in awe of how great of an MC and of an artist is Black Thought. Uh, me me and one of my friends, uh, where we were discussing this. Me and Mr. S. Yeah, we were discussing this. And just, just Black Thought's flow... His breath control, it's just something to be admired, man. Uh, like, he just doesn't miss a beat. If you listen to it, you can hear him clearly, man. Like, he's the most clear 
sounding lyrical artist that that's probably out there man you can hear word for word bar for bar what he's saying his breath control his flow is just immaculate and if you need more evidence of that go listen to that funk flex freestyle he dropped last year where he's spazzing for 10 minutes man that's just the way he controls his his voice his breath and his flow man it's just something to just admire man and it it really just puts into perspective that he is one of the best MCs in the game. One of the best MCs in the game, man. Like, man, I, I was listening to this project, man, and although like most of the bars were going over my head, man, I was like, yo, man, but like I, I can, I can still recognize it, and I, and I was just like, man, this guy is just incredible. Uh, just the way his flow, uh, where he can fit all these bars in. Not take a not stop or anything, it's absolutely incredible, man. Absolutely incredible. Uh, I mean, to be honest, I don't really have any favorites on here, man, because it's literally like just bars after bars after bars after bars after bars. Uh, quite a few tracks are just really short, I think, um, like a handful of them are like in the one minute to one minute 45 50 mark, and then you've got two tracks here which are coming to about three and four minutes long. Um, but yeah, man, uh, it, it is a good project, man. Like, I ain't gonna lie, just from the sheer uh brilliance that is Black Thought of his 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 rhyming ability, his lyrics, his flow, his breath control, everything, man. Just of the sheer brilliance of that, man. Like, this, this is an amazing project, man. It's an amazing project. Also, it's gonna take me a lot more, more listens to die decipher what he's talking about. Uh, and you know so but uh, just from listening to this two three times still I haven't collected everything from it um, still collecting information from it but I have to applaud the man's the man's artistry man definitely I have to applaud the man's artistry uh, so for all you lyrical guys out there man definitely I do urge you to go check out this project the streams of thought volume 2 check out that volume 1 as well and yeah man just 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 enjoy man just enjoy just just uh just admire <laughs> the sheer brilliance that is black thought the mc man just admire that yeah so check that out that's black thought with streams of thought uh volume two right moving on to some more projects man trey songs trey songs celebrated his birthday on the 28th of november and he celebrates his birthday in style by dropping two projects, man. Something we didn't expect from Trey. Uh, he dropped that single shooting shots a couple of weeks ago with him, Tori, and Ty Dollar. Uh, but he treats us and himself to two projects on his birthday. Uh, uh, one being 28 and one being 11, also named after his date of birth, 28th or the 11th, right? So two projects, right? Uh, uh, two two mixtapes, two albums, or two, whatever you want to call it, right, uh, you've got, uh, the first one, 28, right, or whichever way you want to put it, if, if you're, you, if you're from the UK, you put the date for, you put the day first, not the month, where the Americans do, so I'm going to go by the UK standards, <laughs> as I'm from here, right, so let's talk about the, the project 28 first, so this, this project here is more of Trey's rapping, uh, side is more of a rap sided affair, really. Uh, and you've got a plethora of features. Well, all of them are really all of them are features except for one track. So on this twenty eight uh, on this twenty eight project, we've got ten tracks. 
comes about 35 minutes long right and kick things off with track one which is with spark with jacquees two uh previously released how that sound with two chains of yogotti three body high with sway lee four wristwatch with tory lanes five automatic with ot genesis six we got don't cry with uh rich the kid please don't cry and then track seven top ten with jeremiah track eight rotation with dave east track nine used to the only uh solo tray songs track on this project and track 10 don't say shit featuring chris brown and fabulous right yeah so for this 28 side of things as i said it's more of the rap side of tray songs we're getting on here right and man yeah it is a it is a good project man uh i i did like the features uh the only one i really did not like i'd say would be track six please don't cry with rich the kid uh i just you know, I, I i think just for me that song wasn't just for me i guess um i, I just doesn't fit with the whole vibe of the of, of, of the project really in my opinion uh apart from that though man uh uh, a really really good uh, project on this 28 project man uh, uh, favourites would have to be Spark with Jack Quiz, Body High with Sway Lee definitely the Wristwatch with Tory Lanes, uh Rotation with Dave East and Don't Say Shit Chris Brown and Fabulous man but yeah um, it just this just shows man as I said these R&B guys man they, they can prove that they can rap and they can hang with the best of them man so and sometimes they do this rapping stuff better than uh the actual rappers uh so <coughs> excuse me but yeah uh no it's a good uh, rap side affair from trey really uh so yeah i haven't really heard trey rap much but uh you know, this was good man and it was good to hear from trey man uh he always makes great music and yeah so this 28 project man i, I really liked it i did like it and going on to the uh, R&B side of things, the Eleven Project, right? So this is more your R&B side affair, uh, and you've you've got two uh, two features on here, man. You've got the previously released shooting shots with Ty Dolla Sign and Toy Lane on track ten, and then you've got uh, Teddy Riley featured on track five, right? With Keep It Right There. Uh, so yeah, so you've got a total of 10 tracks here, you've got Drugs, Lay Your Head, Solid, Closed Mouths, Keep It Right There with Teddy Riley, Reflection, Who Let You Down, Let Me Know, Attitude, and then Shooting Shots with Ty Dollar and Tory Lanes. Yeah, so, uh, another 10, 10 track sided affair, right, and yeah, this is Trey's R&B bag, this is what he does best, man, and again, man, another great project, man, so I think, all in all, he's, he's put out, he put out two, two good projects, man, uh, this R&B side of things, man. <coughs> I really liked uh, uh, track one, drugs. Uh, track five, keep it right there. Track six, reflection. I think that's my shit on that one, man. <laughs> um, uh, track eight, let me know, and then track ten, shooting shots, man. Those are my favorites on there. But yeah, man, the two two good projects from Trey, man. Definitely, definitely, I uh, didn't expect that. And it's great to hear from Trey, and it's great to see that he's still putting out great music, man. So yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, two, uh, so two great projects from Trey, man. Two great projects from Trey with twenty eight and at eleven, man. Uh, yeah. So with two two great projects from him, man. And so I do urge you guys to go check that out. Twenty eight being the rap side affair, so you go check that out, so you can get a taste of Trigger's rap inside, and then eleven. 
uh, with the R&B side from getting in Trey's, Trey's back, man. So, yeah, go check that out. That's Trey Songs with 28 and 11. Shouts out to Trey Songs. Right, now we get to the biggest release over the last two weeks, coming courtesy of Meek Mill. Meek Millie, yes, he drops off his uh, Championships album just this Friday, man. Uh, yeah, so uh, he previously released those two tracks, Udas and Udas, Udas and Udas Babies, and um, Uptown Vibes with Fab. Uh, obviously, you know, we wasn't, I wasn't here last week uh, uh, due to illness, so we didn't get to talk about them, but... Yeah, uh, just a week later, we get uh, this uh, championships album from Meek, man, and and his and his laced uh, nineteen tracks, man, all coming to about an hour and nine minutes long, with a plethora of features. So let's go down the track listing. So you have got the intro, track two is Trauma, three Uptown Vibes with Fabulous and and Well AA, track four On Me with Cardi B, track five What's Three with What's free with Rick Ross and Jay Z? Track six, respect the game. Seven, splash warning featuring Future, Roddy Rich, and Young Thug. Track eight, championships. Track nine, going bad with Drake. Ten, almost slipped. Eleven, tic tac toe with Kodak Black. Twelve, twenty four seven with LMA. Thirteen, oodles and noodles babies. Fourteen, pay you back with Twenty One Savage. Fifteen, a hundred summers. Sixteen, with the shits featuring Melly. 17 stuck in my ways 18 uh dangerous uh featuring jeremiah and pnb rock that was featured on that legends of the summer ep and track 19 cold hearted 2 so yeah let's let's start breaking this down track by track ladies and gentlemen let's start breaking down this championships album by meek so we start things off with the intro and in typical meek fashion we've got the typical we've got the uh uh you know, we've got the classic Meek intro, man. You know, uh, Meek's, Meek's been known to have uh, one of the best intros in uh, uh, in hip hop. You know, with the Dreams and Nightmares intro, and that set the bar really for introduction tracks, and um, has inspired a lot of artists to go really hard in the intro. Uh, Cardi B, for example, in her intro. Uh, so yeah. Uh, Taking uh taking some uh some influence from Meek and obviously yeah he doesn't disappoint again with the intro to this championships album man yeah the fir- the intro samples uh Phil Collins classic song uh, uh uh fill it in the air tonight uh yeah and then Meek does his thing on that man coming in uh doing uh, doing his thing on that man so starting things off with a bang really with that intro track and yeah then we transition into track two. Trauma, man. Woo! We keeping that same energy on that track, man. Meek comes in, uh, flaming on that track, and he talks about the traumas that he's been through over this last year or so, man. He's talking about the prison and being in prison. Uh, he talks about, uh, obviously, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, police brutality, what it's like to be a black guy right now, and, uh, you know, just the trauma being uh, a black citizen right now in America. And he's talking about his court and his court trials with the judge and things like that you know so yeah he's talking about all the trauma that he's been through over this last year or so and it is phenomenal man another great track there man really really good meek's always strong when he's on his political and introspective stuff man i think everybody can agree with me on that that's where he prospers track three uptown vibes fabulous and then well aa that is your probably your summer kind of spring banger track there 
uh, he said he's, he's been influenced from Uptown in New York, obviously. So, yeah, uh, I can hear this going off in the club uh, in, in, in the next coming months or months, and especially next year when we're going into summer. Uh, Fab comes in and does his thing, uh, as always. And yeah, so it's 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 a good it's a good party house party banger kind of track there, Upsound vibes. Track four, we got on me with Cardi B, right? So we knew that this collaboration was coming for a while. We've teased photos of Meek and Cardi B. Uh, we've seen photos of them together and stuff in the studio and things like that. So we knew that this was coming either on Cardi's album or Meek's album. And yeah, uh, they both come through on this uh, on me track, man. And yeah, it's a uh, literally. Uh, this song's right up Cardi's lane, talking all that braggadocious talk and talking about, you know, Meek's talking about all the bad bitches, man, uh, what, what kind of bad bitches he wants and like, he wants a, he wants some nasty hoes and things like that. And Cardi comes in, and I think Cardi sm- uh, smokes her verse on this. Uh, I, th- I definitely think Cardi smokes her verse on this. <laughs> a lot of things that they're questioning on Meek's side of things, and this is that bar he says that he let a bad bitch spit in his mouth. So <laughs> I had this conversation that we're, we're a couple of the guys, we, we know, you know, would you let a girl spit in your mouth? <laughs> and, you know, a lot of the guys said, you know, if you're in the moment, you know, well, who knows, isn't it? Who knows? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that question. Not on air anyway. <laughs> but yeah, um, as I said, yeah, that, that track with Cardi B on me. Yeah, Cardi comes in and does her thing, man. I think she flames that verse. Uh, and then Meek comes in and does his thing as well, man, obviously, so he, Meek holding it down as well, uh, but I think Cardi flamed that verse, man, uh, so, yeah, another good track, man, I, I did enjoy that, uh, track 5, What's Free with Rick Ross and Jay-Z, wow, wow, right, uh, so before we get to uh, this this track in particular, right, uh, so, uh, they sample um, the late, great, notorious B.I.G.'s uh, What's Beef track, right? Uh, they sample that, Meek samples that, right? And, you know, uh, I, I, I have a thing sometimes with uh, rappers sampling uh, legendary rappers' uh, beats, especially Biggie's beats, right? Uh, because I feel like no one can do it justice uh, rather than Biggie, right? Uh, but Ross in the past has done that, and he's uh, he has done them justice. The most recent one he did was that "You're Nobody," uh, sampling Biggie's um, "You're Nobody" till somebody uh, kills you. That record, I think Ross done it really well on that. Uh, Jay, Jay, another one as well, uh, sampling some of Biggie's records as well. I think uh, he he also does it justice as well. Uh, so it, when, once when when it's done well. Man, uh, I'm 100% behind it. I'm definitely a huge fan of it, man. Uh, and so, yeah. Uh, so this track, man. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow, man. What this track? Uh, oh, my Jesus. <laughs> so, we kick things off with what's free. Obviously, you know, you know, on the we'll play on the words of what's beef. You know, sampling that track, man. Uh, Meek talking about obviously you know what's being free. Well, what does that mean to me? What is free, man? You know, obviously talking about his issues that he had over this last year or so, right? And you think we get king things get kicked off with Rick Ross starting things off on the track, man. Uh, man, Ross sounds great, man. He sounds great on this 
beat especially he sounds great on this beat man phenomenal he sounds great uh, Ross goes on to talk that talk man he also goes on to say that 10 years in the game and he's still nobody's favourite man uh, so I think Ross is Ross is a bit uh, I would say upset Ross is a bit just uh, just a bit peeved I guess like you know uh, like he's been spent 10 years in this game and nobody's really given him that acclaim that or that uh, that recognition that yeah, he, he, he he deserves man uh, Ross is one of my favourite artists man so he definitely gets that from me I think he just doesn't get that uh, acclaim from his peers uh, so he, he he lets his feelings known about that he also goes on to this uh, 6ix9ine Takashi 6ix9ine you know I hate mentioning him uh, I don't really mention him because I don't really fuck with the guy but he also mentions him uh, saying you know screaming gang gang when you got all these racketeering charges and things like that. So he goes on to state his his views and opinions on that, right? And then we got Meek coming in, flaming his verse as well, man. Uh, man, yeah, he he sounds great on this as well. And I thought after that Ross verse, I was like, oh, this is gonna be hard to follow. And then comes Meek, flames his verse as well. And if that was not enough, we had one of the greatest MCs of all time, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, the Hov Jay Z Hove. Dropping what is probably the one of the speculated verses of the year, right? Jay Z only pops up once or twice a year, and when he does shit like this, man, it's just not fair at all. It just shows you that even at this age, the age of forty nine, this is a this is actually being recorded on the day of Jay Z's forty ninth birthday. So shouts out to Jay Z, shouts out to you, Hove, a big fan, big your I'm I'm a big fan of your music, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Class out the hoe, but yeah, getting back to this, what's what's free track, man? Yeah, speculated as being one of the verses, or if not the verse of the year, right? The verse of the year. Wow, uh, yeah, man. Like Jay Z, absolutely flamed this track, man. Absolutely flamed this track. He talks about racism. He talks about the pol- uh, political environment right now, and in typical Jay Z fashion, he talks about. Jay Z, man, what he's doing now, he's giving it up and shit like that, man. Uh, note some notable lines in Jay Z's verses where he, he supposedly the, tries to take aim at Kanye, right? Uh, they go on to say, uh, uh, hold on, they go, they go, uh, his alleged lines at Kanye, uh, well, as people say, right? People are th- allegedly saying he's saying, right? He goes on to say to uh, at Kanye, right? Uh, You know, Red Hat don't Michael and Prince me and yay. They separate you when you got Michael and Prince's DNA, right? So, no Red Hat alluding to Kanye wearing the MAGA hat, right? Um, Don't Michael and Prince me and yay. Talking about him, don't Michael and Prince him and Kanye, right? They separate you when you got Michael and Prince's DNA, right? So uh, many people took that as a diss, like uh, you know, obviously you know, you know, as we know where Jay Z stands in this whole political environment and his views on Trump, and then we know, and we know where Kanye really stands on this. And uh, so a lot of people took that as a diss. However, right, uh, something that hardcore Jay Z fans like myself um, broke uh, really hurt our hearts to see. Was Jay Z coming out on Twitter after a year and explaining himself and explaining that lyric? 
uh, yeah, so I was one of those guys that hurt my heart to see Jay-Z explain a lyric or clear up uh, uh, any sort of alleged uh, uh, subliminals at, at, at someone in a lyric, man. And that's just not what I've known Jay-Z for, man. He doesn't need to explain a lyric. So Jay-Z tweets out, man, the line clearly meant don't pit me against my brothers no matter what our differences are. Red Hat or not. Now go pick up Meek album. Drake and Meek are on there together. Kanye replies to that tweet. The throne too. With the hands up emoji. <laughs> As the signifier. Are we doing throne too or what then? <laughs> uh, yeah. So although it hurt my heart to see Jay-Z tweet. And explain the meaning behind the lyric. And let that get to like those kind of things get to him. Uh, it doesn't shy away from what is to be one of the most stellar tracks on Meek's album and stellar tracks of the year and one of the most stellar verses of the year so yeah amazing amazing track there with uh, Rick Ross, Jay-Z and Meek with What's Free with Jay-Z's verse being penned as one of the best in the year right uh, I can think of a lot of contenders to go up against that uh uh, Jay-Z's verse, I mean Cole, his second verse uh, on Friends off KOD, uh, Nas's second verse on Echo, uh, one of Push's verses on Daytona, I can't remember the name, uh, a Royce verse off Book of Ryan, uh, so there's there's a lot of uh, contenders for verse of the year, uh, but if he's saying verse of the month because it's dropped in November, then obviously we're going to give it up to Jay-Z, but he is in the contention of probably one of the verses of the year, if not being probably having the verse of the year. So yeah, a great, great track sampling that late great Notorious B.I.G.'s What's Beef with this What's Free record. Meek Mill does his thing, Ross does his thing, and Jay-Z comes in and absolutely flames it as well, man. So all three of them doing their thing, but I think Jay was just on some different shit on that one, man. And that was that was really, really... Uh, entertaining and exciting for me to listen to I was scrunching my face up constantly and that <coughs> excuse me so yeah great track there with what's free track 6 we've got respect the game where uh, he samples uh, dead presidents so yeah we've got a lot of samples on this album man very very sample heavy uh, so this must have cost me, me a fortune to get all these samples cleared and things but yeah, uh, respect the game, man. Um, obviously, he's talking about the rules to the game, man. Rule number one, man. Don't count your pockets if it's your friends, man. Don't count your friends' pockets as they were yours, man. Uh, he goes on to say. And he goes on to state, man, like uh, the rules in this game, man. Or how to respect this game and how to get by in this hip-hop game, man. And how just to, how just to move efficiently, really, man, on this. So, a great sample and another great track from Meek, man. With respect to game. Track 7, Splash Warning with Future, Roddy Rich and Young Thug. Now honestly, this is probably the one track on here. Oh no, well one of the tracks on here that I didn't like. Uh, I didn't think that it, fat, uh, it, fit, it, fit, it fitted in well with the album. The theme of the album. I see why they put it there. But uh, yeah, I think it was just a filler record. But honestly, yeah, I didn't really think much of it. Not really much going on in that record there to talk about. Uh, but 
Yeah, that, that, the beat I didn't really like either, and just the features on there I just I just didn't really like either. So splash rolling that would probably be one one of the tracks I didn't like on here. Track eight, the title track, Championships, man. Uh, yeah, man, what a great track this is, man. What a great track. Me talking about obviously uh, again what he's been through, uh, how he's given it up, man, and how he feels like you know this is a championship thing that he's doing, man. How he's getting those championship rings. Uh, from what he's been through and what he's going to do f going forward, man. Uh, great track there, great track. Uh, championships. Track 9, we've got the Drake feature with Going Bad. Uh, honestly, this was the second track on this album which I felt very underwhelmed, which I didn't really like uh, with that splash warning. Uh, reason for this is I thought, like, you know, this highly anticipated Drake feature of them two making up now, uh, forgetting about their past. I really wanted them to rap with each other, man. Go back and forth rapping with each other. Uh, I just think the beat didn't do it justice. And I just think that it was very underwhelming, the track, man. Very underwhelming. I wanted uh, uh, Drake to get in his rapping bag uh, and go bar for bar with Meek, man. Uh, but unfortunately, that didn't happen. Uh, yeah, yeah, so very underwhelming feature from Drake on that one. I wasn't a big fan. I think that was the second track on this album that I didn't like. Uh, yeah. Track 10, Almost Slips. Wow, man. Wow, what a track, man. What a track. I I, I, I got to applaud Meek, man. I really like when Meek gets in his uh, lady, vi uh, lady track, his ballad kind of vibe uh, bag, man. And uh, I think he just doesn't get enough credit, man. I think that he does it. Uh, as well as others, if not better, man, in his in his craft in his field, man. Uh, I think he does these lady records and his and his girl ballad uh, uh, street street ballad uh, tracks, man, really really well, man. If not one of the best, man. Um, I just don't think he gets enough credit, man. And I I really really enjoyed this almost slip track, man. I've been blasting that as well, man. One of my favorite favorite tracks on this on this. Uh, uh, championships album man uh, yeah man I just think that Meek does a really really good job uh, of these girl tracks man he had it last year with whatever you need and fall through and uh, open man he just he does a great job on it man uh, and yeah one of the highlights of this album for me man one of the highlights we've almost slipped uh, track 11 you've got Tic Tac Toe right this one featuring Kodak Black uh Another great track, man, for Meek. Meek comes in and does his thing. My one gripe with this track obviously has to be the feature. I've never been a, Kodak, a big Kodak Black fan. I've not really listened to his music. One, because I can't really understand what the guy's saying. And that is evident here. Uh, he does the chorus. And I just I just really can't really understand what Kodak's saying. But uh, Meek had a good verse on here. Uh, and yeah, uh, I think Meek did his thing. Uh, apart from the Kodak Black feature, that was a, a great track. Track 12, 24, 7 with LMA. Woo! Another one of those uh, lady lady killer tracks, man. Damn, man. They sample uh, uh, Beyonce's Me, Myself and I. <laughs> that, uh, her, her classic Me, Myself and I track, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, the one song that uh, males uh, are, not, are not afraid to admit. <laughs> They're not afraid to admit that one Beyonce song that they like. And LMA comes in and does her thing, man. She kills it with the vocals. Meek comes in and does his thing. He kills it, man. Uh, as I said, I love when he gets in that lady, 
the lady bear, the, 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 the lady track vibe, man. We're for the ladies, man. Great, man. Great, great track there with 24/7 with LMA. Track 13, Oodles on Oodles, Babies, man. Meek talks about uh, what it's like growing up to be a young black man, man, in America right now, and you know how, how to maneuver and things like that, man. Well, just like just just a life of growing up uh, as a young black man in America, man. Uh, it really shed some light on you know just uh, uh, the struggles and stuff it is and how tough it is really man for people of color uh, to, when they're growing up uh, in America these days so another very politically charged introspective track there with by Meek track 14 pay you back with 21 Savage man uh, yeah man this is your st- typical Meek street shit talk man and teaming up with obviously chilling with 21 Savage can only bring more uh, emphasis to that man uh, and they both do the thing man 21 Savage with a great feature man on this uh, yeah man uh, another great track man by Meek man I, I, I enjoyed listening to that track 15 100 Summers Meek talks about him wanting to be able to live for 100 Summers man because he, he's, and he looks back on his friends that he's lost uh, and just, just he just you know he just wants to be safe and he, he, he wants he portrays that uh, message to everybody else all the young young up and coming artists who are on this drug abuse and things like that he says to them you know uh, you know you know, popping uh, perks and lean and shit like that as well man ain't the way forward and you know uh, like he himself has given all that up and you know he wants to live for a hundred summers his friends didn't get to get to that stage and just you know just everybody you know uh, be careful with yourself man so yeah I'm not I'm, Another great uh, message from Meek on that man uh, with that hundred summers track. Track sixteen with the shits with Melly is your, it's this is your house party Meek kind of vibe track man. He's talking that talk with the, the with the women, uh, wanting some more bad bitches and things like that. Uh, yeah, so this, that's your typical house party kind of Meek Meek vibes. Your Dream Chaser mixtape uh, kind of vibes from Meek on that one man. Uh, track seventeen stuck in my ways. Uh, obviously uh, uh, again we've got Meek in his kind of lady bag there talking about you know uh, how he's stuck in his ways uh, or the females that he attracts uh, and and obviously the uh, the pros and the cons that they bring uh, uh, getting involved with females and things like that and yeah uh, where he'd rather be focused on the money and focus on himself rather than focusing on these females and getting distracted by these females and then we got track eighteen, the uh, the hit, uh, dangerous PMB rocking Jeremiah, the gold, the only gold uh, record, uh, dangerous man. You know how that track is. You know how that track gives up. So it's 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 a it's a major hit record there, and it makes sense why Meek put that on his album. Uh, yeah, so great a great track there. And then we finish things off with track nineteen, cold hearted two, where he samples the weekends I was never there off of his. Uh, my dear melancholy EP, and man, Meek talks, man, man. This was this was a, a really, really emotional, emotionally charged record. He talks about uh, his friends when he was in jail, right? Uh, how his friends feel like he abandoned them. He didn't look out for them. Didn't give him any money, right? Whereas Meek goes on to say that you know when I was in jail, you were never checking on me. You never checked on my son or my baby mama. Took my son out or anything like that. And now you want to say that I'm Hollywood because I moved out the hood and I changed because I got money. And then, then when I went in jail, you're like, Meek Mill's done, he's finished. 
man and like meek man that was like that song really made me feel man it really got me in them feels man like shit this is what this is what happens man like you you got to be careful who you guys are running with you never know when there's a snake in your crowd man you never know when people are close to you they just stick to you for the money man that's it and once you ain't got that money or once you go away man they ain't gonna be by your side man and they're not gonna be by your side so yeah uh, a very emotionally laced charge track going to end things out with this championships album man with cold hearted 2 all in all man this is a phenomenal album man phenomenal album by meek i just got to salute meek for what he's been through this whole two years <coughs> excuse me <coughs> got to salute meek for what he's <coughs> been through these last two years what he's fighting for what he's standing up for and for him to come back out of this being released from prison doing all this justice uh, reform and things like that and putting out an album as politically charged as introspective as emotional uh, as gritty as this man I've got a salute meek man I've got a salute meek uh, i got an air horn in this bitch man for meek man definitely air horn in this bitch for me. <laughs> Definitely got an air horn in this bitch for Meek, man. Great, great album, man. I think this is Meek's best project to date. To now, it was that Wins and Losses project that he put out last year. That was uh, on my top five albums or top three albums of last year. Uh, and yeah, so uh, this Championships project is probably his best project to date, right? Uh, if you guys haven't checked out that Wins and Losses project, do check that out. That's another great project by Meek. Check out this Championships project, man. Phenomenal project by Meek, man. I, I thoroughly enjoyed listening to it. I've been listening to it non-stop over the last few days. And uh, yeah, man, great, man, great. Shouts out to Meek. I salute you uh, for what you've been through over these last two years and how you've come back, man. And just yeah, man, how you stack them Ws, man. Uh, yeah, so shouts out to Meek, big fan. Uh, go get that championships go stream it listen to it buy it whatever you want to do just go listen to it man support meek and yeah just listen to some great music man some just great introspective uh introspective political emotionally charged music from meek man and uh, it just it just gets you in them feelings gets put, put places you in his boots man just great, man. Just go check out that Meek Mill Championships album right now, ladies and gentlemen. Probably one of the best albums of this year. Alright, so yeah, that wraps us up now, ladies and gentlemen, for everything, really. Singles, news, TV, sport, music, film. <laughs> yeah, man, so... We're um, quite a lengthy episode we got this week, but obviously after we had a lot to cover, I've had a lot to cover. So I hope I've provided you guys some good content. And obviously, you know, I can't leave you without doing some sleepers. So as I missed uh, last week, you know, you, uh, I've got you covered with two sleeper songs this week. I'm gonna kick things off with um, uh, Roy Woods, man. I'm gonna, I'm, I need these over your artists need some more shine, man. Definitely, man. They definitely need some more shine. I don't know why. Uh, people aren't promoting them the way they are where OVO aren't promoting them the way they are man um, so I'm gonna, the first track I'm going to play uh, is uh, Roy Woods uh, this is a track he dropped quite a few months ago man but I still don't think he got much traction uh, which is a shame really because it's a really great track uh, so this is Roy Woods and uh, this is the track Snow White so yeah let's get into these vibes <laughs> Oh, 
Snow, 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 that snow, snow, 
Roy Woods with Snow White. Yeah, great track, man. Roy put out just a couple of months ago. Man, sad that's not got really any much traction or any much buzz, man. Uh, I think Roy's an incredible artist, man. Uh, as I said, man, I don't know what's going on over that OVO camp there. Uh, why these talented artists are not getting any shine. Division, Party, Roy, uh, Plaza, man. Uh, I don't know why, really. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's Roy Woods with Snow White. Uh, last track I'm gonna play today, ladies and gentlemen, right, is, uh, from Ketranada, right, Ketranada, yeah, he, uh, dropped off two new tracks, uh, over the last week or so, uh, and, yeah, man, I uh, haven't heard, heard anybody really talking about them, uh, and I thought they were really good, so I'm just gonna play one of them, this one is called, uh, Chances, and this is Ketranada and Shaylia, so let's get into this. <laughs> Brand new, brand new, Katrinada and Shaylia. Yes. 
That's Kate Trinada and Shaylia called Chances, man. Another really great track there. Go check out that little EP Kate Trinada put out. Uh, it's called uh, Nothing Like You slash Chances. Uh, and that's with Ty Dolla Sign and this was Shaylia, man. So yeah, go check that out. Another great track there. Right, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps us up for this week's episode of the Quintessential Podcast. Yeah, man, just coming to our longest episode this week, man, and just just under two hours or so. But yeah, we had a lot to discuss. I hope I provided you guys with some good content and yeah, some against and some good reviews and good information and things like that, man. Um, yeah, so uh, thank you for listening, and I will be back here at the same time, same place next week. Uh, everybody stay safe. Hope everybody had a good week uh, over these last two weeks. Hope everybody's given up to have a good week this week, and hope everybody's in good health, and hope everybody stays in some good health. So, yeah, till next week, peace out. <laughs>